Welcome to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. Hear and learn through the success of others how to build the life and business you deserve. Learn to overcome failure, what it means to seek out growth, and how to become the best possible version of yourself. And now, here's your host, coach, entrepreneur, husband and father, and author of the number one best-selling book, Survive, Scale, Soar, Jeremy Williams. And welcome back to the show. I am so excited about today's guest. It's one of my coaching clients, Ana Sanchez. Uh, she's with First Choice Realty in San Antonio, Texas, and the team leader of the Harmony International Group. I'm so excited about this conversation today. Anna, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Anna, I wanted to bring you onto the show. I, I kind of moved away from having guests, and then I heard your story, and We've been coaching for a while, and I didn't know the whole story, and it was really inspiring to me, and I was thinking, you know, my audience, if they heard your story, it's not the normal story about how people get into real estate, and I, I think by you sharing the story, you're going to impact so many people, especially women that are, that are moving into the real estate field, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have you on. And when I say it's not a normal journey into real estate, Hannah, tell us a little bit how you got started. Oh, man. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so um, I got started in the industry, um, actually kind of by mistake, I guess I would say. I, I started because I always been from job to job. I've, I've been a single mom since I was 18 years old. So um, I had a good friend of mine that had told me, uh, you know, hey, Anna, I've got this broker that I work for. He was a lender at the time. He's like, there's this broker that's looking for a receptionist. And, um, and he's like, he's looking for somebody part-time or, you know, an assistant, somebody that could help him out. And I said, okay. So I went to go interview. I ended up getting hired and I worked there part-time. And then I worked at a call center um, for a bank. And then at night, I took care of the elderly people. I would feed them. So I had three jobs at the time. Um, so I, uh, my broker really took on to me. He, he saw something in me. I don't know. And uh, he promoted me to the office manager. And then I became the recruiter for him, which I recruited a bunch of agents. Um, and just working in there for a couple of years, he kind of just always pushed me to get my license. Anna, get your license. Get your license. So um, little by little, I did. I did one class at a time because that's all I could afford. And I think it took me almost, I mean, I would say over a year to get my license when it should only take you two weeks. So um, yeah, I, I ended up getting my license. Um, I really didn't do a lot my first um, two years in real estate because I was still working for him. And I was still going through a lot of personal issues. Um, and then I guess after two years, I fell in love and I, I moved to Laredo, Texas, out of all places. And uh, I decided to take a leap of faith, moved to Laredo. When I moved to Laredo, I, uh, I was in a very abusive relationship with a man who did some things to me that are, um, that are very, very unimaginable things to me. Um, I lost my daughter. Um, I just, I lost everything. I didn't have any money. He, just basically kept me captive for, for almost a year. Um, one day I decided I wasn't, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die at home. So I ran away 
I came back home to San Antonio, but I couldn't go back to get my daughter just because he was, I was afraid that he was going to hurt my family and my daughter. So I pretty much lived in my car. I lived in my car. I lived with friends. Um, I didn't have any money. So I, I ran to my broker and I asked him and I begged him back. My license, thank God, was still active. So he said, yes, come on in. So he took me in. I pretty much slept in the office a couple of days. I wore the same clothes and I just, I hustled. Um, I, I went to HEB, Home Depot. I passed out my car to everybody because he told me, he's like, hey, if you want to get a deal, you got to go out there and get it. So I just, I was out there every day, um, just meeting people. And um, I just, I, I got my first deal from HEB. It was a lady that kind of felt bad for me. I think she kind of knew that I was in a tough position. So she's like, yeah, I'll buy a house. I'm ready to buy a house. So it, it kind of worked out. I made a little bit over $3,000 and I was able to get my car to repo, um, get myself a little apartment, get my daughter back. Um, just kind of just hustled. And I think that's kind of the beginning of my story. From then on, I think from that lady helping me, being in such a vulnerable situation and her taking a chance on me, knowing that I was pretty much a new agent. Cause I just had my license for two years, but I didn't do anything with it. So she, that put a trigger in me and a little fire to just, I wanted to help people that just helped me. So I, I, I don't sell houses that are, you know, million dollars. I, I help the people. So my, most of my transactions have been just helping people that, for them to become homeowners. Like that's, I think that's a big step, you know, for me, I finally became a homeowner. And I think that was, that was the biggest accomplishment I've ever had in my life. And I love my little house. And I just, I want that feeling for everybody. So that's kind of my beginning of my journey. <laughs> so there's a lot to unpack there. Um, you know, most of the time you hear somebody, oh, I, you know, I just got bored with my, my corporate world job and decided I'm going to go take my, my licensing courses, got licensed, went out and sold a home. You were at one time homeless. You were living in, a, in your car. And what, what was it in you that, you know, when you were in Laredo and you made the decision, okay, I've got to do something in, in order to change the trajectory of my life for your life was truly at risk. Like, what was that in you that told you you needed to do that? Um, I, for me, it was honestly survival. I needed to survive. Um, and I, I just knew, I mean, and honestly, the only thing I had was my, my real estate license. I didn't have any, I, I'm not a college graduate. I dropped out of school. I, I've always had these crazy amount of jobs. Like, I probably have like 30 different jobs. So I that's all I honestly had. And that's the only thing I've ever been able to accomplish was my real estate license. So I, that's why I never gave it up because it's just, I've never been able to accomplish anything besides accomplishing that. So I think it was just that drive and just that need of just, I needed to make this work. And even now, like, this is all I have. I don't have anything else to fall back on. So I can't let this business go down. I can't. I, my daughter depends on me. I depend on it. So it's, I have to make it work. But where do you think that work ethic came from? Mm, 
I think my work ethic came from my family. My parents struggled all their lives. Uh, my, my dad always worked. I mean, I'm originally from Puerto Rico and um, my, my dad decided to move to Texas for a job. Um, it's, I have a, it's a family of, I have five brothers, so six children. My dad took a risk and he moved to, to, you know, to Texas to give us all a better life. And I've just always seen my family just work for us to just give us a life out here in the States. So I think that was embedded in me as a child, just seeing my parents just try to make ends meet. That's, that's really powerful that, you know, that generational, you know, that's, that's something we all want to do that, you know, as parents is we want to pass that down, um, you know, teaching them hard work and, and the value of money and the value of things and, and relationships and everything else. And, I know in my journey with you in coaching, I've, I've been able to see that embedded in, in who you are as, as a person. So I commend you for that. So you, you got into real estate, you, you started off slow, a couple of years later, things start changing. What, what happens to your business? Um, what happened to my business? It grew, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it grew. grew. It's gr and it's grown immensely. <laughs> yeah, it's growing. I mean, I, I'm a strong believer, like, do you take care of people and people will take care of you. So I've always, you know, like I said, it goes from the beginning, that lady took care of me. So I, I just, I've always taken care of people. And so it, and, you know, obviously, just like you said, my work ethic, like, I, if I need to go clean a house because the family's, going through things, I will go clean it. If I need to go, you know, paint something or, or, you know, just anything. I just, I'm, I make things happen because a lot of the times people sell their houses because they're sad situations, divorces or death in the family and stuff like that. So I try my hardest to help people um, in tough situations. And I think that's one thing why I'm here today, you know, but become, and I've been licensed now for what, 10 years almost. I think it's because I just, I'm a giver. Yeah. It's a, it's that givers, givers gain. And, and I see you do a lot. And, and when you talk about this, I see you do a lot above and beyond the transaction. I know you, you've spoken one time of a client that because of their business, they're, they're out and about. You even went to the extent of getting the mobile uh, notary to, to go out and meet this person on their route uh, to get the <laughs> yeah. deal done. You, you try to figure out how things work. What is, what is one of your favorite client stories? Um, one of my favorite client stories has to be actually one that recently this past week, I can, I mean, I have a lot of favorites, but I think this one kind of stood out. I helped a family from California that was moving here, transitioning to Texas because God told them that they needed to build a church here. So they moved their entire family to San Antonio so they can start a church, a Christian church. So I, I moved this wonderful family. I helped them. Again, I bent over backwards to get them a beautiful home. They moved in. And that pastor now has a church. And uh, he refers me pretty much everybody that comes in to his life that um, that is moving to San Antonio or relocating or, or whatever it may be. And this, every time I have a transaction that this pastor has sent me, everything goes smooth. Like inspections are perfect. Everything's perfect. 
So I think that's one of my favorite because I can see God's work in every single one of these referrals. And in your faith, let's talk about that because we a lot of times in, in the business world, people avoid talking about faith for whatever reason, you know, fear that you know, it might offend somebody or you know, whatever the case may be. I know you're very strong in your faith. How does that play into you being the success that you are as a real estate agent? Um, I think, I mean, the reason why I'm here and who I am is obviously because of God. I mean, my prayer, me going to church every Sunday, I think it plays a huge impact uh, on my business. I mean, it, and nothing's possible unless you have God in your life. It's, it's simple. I've been through, as you can tell, some really, really tough situations where, I mean, anybody else would have gave up, I, you know, and I didn't because I prayed and I had God and I believed in him and I know that he had a different plan for me. So I think it plays a huge part in, in everything I do. Yeah, and as, as, a, as a person of faith as well, I've seen it happen in my business and in my world and the relationships that I've formed and how we've crossed paths. You know, I don't think anything is by coincidence. I, be, I believe God does have his hand in that. And so it's really cool to be able to hear you actually talk about faith and how it ties into your business because a lot of people are afraid of that especially today yeah um, so so commend you on that so we i know we're going to have people listening to this that have been through situation that is similar to yours or may have paralleled um, your story and they may be in that position where they're making a decision to either to give up and succumb to that, or they're, they're like, I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to make a change now and go the other direction. What advice can you give to those individuals that may be in that place today? Um, just don't give up. I think consistency will, will take care of you. I mean, when, when I came back home from my, my situation and not having anything, I, I didn't, I just, I put myself out there as hard as it was. And I, I just didn't feel ashamed of like, oh, I'm wearing the same outfit or, you know, I don't have a place to stay tonight. Like, I just, just don't give up. Uh, I mean, God again is, is huge, but I mean, for people in this industry, I mean, I would go to the, the, all the builder open houses and I would feed myself out of the gift cards because I would put it in the raffle. So they give me a $50 gift card. I'm like, okay, yes. So just by being out there, going to events or just don't give up on your business. Yeah, you know, I, I remember that. Friends. I remember that as a new agent, you know, starving. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd, I'd look at those open houses and I'm like, all right, which one? They always had the food. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I ate. And so every time the builder open houses, I go over there and eat all their snacks and hope that I got the, the gift cards for gas. So, I mean, if you're out there and like I said, just working just go to work I mean like my brokers said on the last podcast I'm the first one in the office and the last one to leave like you have to always find something to do there's always something to do in this business whether it's marketing talking to people there's always something to do and just don't give up don't don't give in yeah I, I think that goes to the fact that there there are no shortcuts a lot of people get in this business I get a lot of people that hire me and they're like okay how can I do this and it'd be easy and it's not it's still work it's hard work it's that work ethic 
And I know that of you. I know you're the first and last to leave. I'm, I'm working, trying to get you some leverage. But, yeah. you know, you, you work hard at your business. And I, I think that's something for the people on this, on this to listen to today is it takes, it takes work. You've got to be willing to put in the work. And when that happens, great things will show up. God honors that work, right? Yes, I agree. All right. So you are a top agent. You're not going to brag on yourself. So I have to brag for you. Um, you were one of the finalists for the platinum top 50 agents in San Antonio. And there's how many thousand agents in San Antonio? There's a bunch. Yeah. I think there's over 14,000 now. That's, that's huge. And for you to even have that recognition and look at your life 10 years ago to where you are today, like you should be very proud of that. And, um, you know, how do you, how do you feel about that? It's a big change. Surprisingly coach, I, I don't really think about it just because it makes me want to cry. Um, and I should be proud of myself. I, I, I earned it. It's just, I don't really think about it, but I think it's huge. I think I've come, man, 10 years ago, I was, I was making really, really bad decisions. So I, I definitely have come a long way. Um, it feels good. It feels good now that you pointed out and, and stuff, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think your story is a testament to that. And I think it's a, a testimony to, to others that like, like I was saying, could be in that same position or paralleling your story um, in, in their lives is that there, there is opportunity, there is freedom, there is the ability to change things. You don't have to be stuck where you're at today. And, you know, a lot of it's, a lot of it's up here. It's a lot of it's mindset. Um, a lot of it's the heart, right? And being able to overcome that and keep looking forward and knowing and painting for yourself that vision of what, what could be and keep chasing it. Look where you are today. It's amazing. Yeah. So somebody's thinking about buying, selling, investing in real estate, San Antonio, Texas, one of the, one of the fastest growing cities in the, in the country, one of my favorite places to go visit. How do they get in touch with you? They can uh, call me 210-387-0351, or you can find me on Facebook, uh, Ana Sanchez, um, Instagram too, Ana Sanchez. Um, I always say you can Google me, just put Ana Sanchez, Realtor San Antonio, I'm in there. Um, and then uh, you can also, I have, obviously I have a team, I have an amazing team, and it's Harmony Real Estate Group. I mean, international group. Sorry, I got a little nervous here, but um, you can find us there. Um, but yeah, that's how you can reach us. Awesome. So if, if you're looking at considering San Antonio, Texas, as a place to call home, or maybe for some reason you're having to leave the great city of San Antonio, or you're just moving uh, between destinations in San Antonio, you would do yourself right to reach out to Ana Sanchez with the Harmony International Group at First Choice Realty in San Antonio. Yeah. Um, to, to have her help you with your real estate needs. Um, so thank you, Anna, for being on today. I know somebody's going to hear this story. It's going to change their life. And I appreciate you being open and vulnerable and willing to share your story. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. 
If you heard something that made a difference in your life today, share it with someone that might benefit and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Learn more about the host of this podcast and coaching services offered by Red Hawk Coaching by visiting www.redhawkcoaching.com.